0: Today I'll be reading Entwining Your Broken Parts With My Love by WayWorded. The rating for this fic is explicit. The pertinent tags for this fic include Porn with Feelings Light Angst Bondage Rope Bondage Angel Wings Dom Sub Gentle Dom Dean Winchester Sub Castiel But usually Castiel Dom's Dean Emotional Hurt Comfort Dean binds Castiel's wings. BDSM. Safe, sane, and consensual. Bottom Castiel top Dean Winchester. Established Castiel Dean Winchester. Dean at least attempts after care. Gentle sex. Angel proof rope. Wings shibari. Switching. No condoms, but safety is assumed because they are established.
1: A the glow that the cloak of the light.
0: entwining your broken parts with my love written by Wayworded, read for you by nerdy nernstein summary castiel hates his broken wings and a fading spell has rendered them in their corporeal form dean wants to show how beautiful they are to him and to help Cass feel better about them, even if just for a while. The sight of his angel huddled on the chair his trench coat around his shoulders as a hiding place, head hanging low, is enough to have Dean's heart break. For a moment, he fails to say a word, trying to form his thoughts into something that could be at least the slightest bit helpful. And he knows Cass knows he's there. Even when he's not turning his head to make eye contact, Cass always knows. Cass, he steps closer lifts his hand and lets it hover above Cass's shoulder for a few seconds, before resting his palm gently on top of the familiar fabric of the coat. He can feel the steady fall and rise of his breaths. Cass, you don't need to hide them, Dean says softly. For me, he adds, squeezing Castile's shoulder a little. I get that you don't want us to. He gets that Cass feels vulnerable, with his wings manifested in their corporeal form, with his broken wings there for anyone to see, unable to keep his wounded parts hidden. If anyone gets that, it's him. Just let me... He pauses. Please. Castiel huffs a sigh, lifts his head up a little. Why? Sam countered the spell. A few days and I'll be able to keep them out of sight. You don't need to see me like this. Dean adds his remaining hand to Cass's other shoulder, dips his head to place a kiss on top of his head. I don't want you to need to hide them from me. Cass, I don't care if I'm not going to judge you or. He knows that it's thick coming from him, judging by how he handles his own moments of weakness. But just because he fails to let people help him is no excuse to want his loved ones to be as stubborn. Cass finally turns to look at him, brow knitted a question in his eyes, before his expression softens into something terrifyingly weary. Dean, the reason I don't want you to see my wings is the same you wouldn't want me to see if you had your legs broken and deformed, scarred by an injury you can't reverse. That changed you in ways... He trails off, his eyes hard, before he lowers them. In a word, I would rather you never saw the parts of me I hate the most. Dean studies him with his eyes, Castile's sadness reflecting from them. He has so much he wants to say, that nothing, nothing could ever make him see Cass as any less than he is, that there are no parts of him that Dean could consider less than beautiful. Let me not hate them? He asks, desperation in his tone. Come on, please. Let me not hate your wings. I don't care if they're broken, Cass. I think your wings are beautiful. Sam and Jack had been around, too, when the spell had taken effect and forced Castiel's wings into their corporeal form. Even if, the first chance he had gotten to hide them with his coat, he had swiftly taken it. But the glimpses Dean had seen... Hey, he goes on hands landing onto Castiel's shoulders again, firmly, holding on to the fabric in a suggestion to slide the trench coat off his shoulders. Cass, look at me. Slowly he complies, the oceans of his eyes flicking up to Dean's face. Your wings are beautiful, he says with determination. I could never hate any part of you. Cass loosens his hold on the coat, slowly letting go of his tension. Dean waits until he isn't holding on to the fabric at all, before taking it as permission to slide it off his shoulders. His chest is bare under the trench coat, but that isn't where Dean focuses his attention. He watches as the smooth feathers, partly fragmented and scattered along the structure of the wings, get released from under the fabric. They rise slightly and move a few inches, as if wanting to be free and stand proudly instead of being folded against Castiel's shoulder blades but too shy, too hesitant to really do so. The feathers are ink-black, a more intense version of a night sky, with specks and diamonds of turquoise and emeralds reflecting light faintly, like stars and galaxies scattered across a broken surface. Broken or not, the sight takes Dean's breath away. He can't comprehend how Castiel can hate anything so beautiful. Some of the feathers are bent and torn, but there is absolutely nothing incomplete in them In Dean's eyes. He reaches out his hand for Cass to take hold of, pulls him up from the chair to eye level, kisses his lips gently, so lightly they barely meet. Do they hurt? Words whispered against his angel's lips. And for a moment, he's worried. What if Cass has been in pain for all of these years, never letting anyone know? But Cass shakes his head. No, he replies softly. They don't hurt. They're just there, like scars. Dean pulls back enough to look at the feathers again. Can I? He meets Cass's eyes again, lifting a hand, his other one still holding Cass's. Can I touch them? Cass seems to hesitate for some time before he nods. Dean hesitates, too. Eyes search Castiel's for another second before observing the feathers closest to him again, his lips parted as he lays gentle, cautious fingers onto one, stroking. The texture is smooth rather than soft, not as fragile as it seems, but firm, safe to touch. He startles as he feels Cass shiver, hands shooting away from the feathers in a rush but when he sees the look on Castiel's face, he relaxes. Cass's eyes are cast down, only open a crack, his features free of any of the tension that was there a few seconds ago. He looks as if... as if Dean's touch feels good. No one has ever touched them before, Cass mumbles as if in a response to Dean's unworded question. Not in this form. In their true form back in heaven, yes, but it's... I've never... This is different. He looks so content in this moment. Dean drinks in the sight, his hand returning to brush against the feathers, fascinated by the effect. He's possibly never seen Castiel so relaxed and taking the circumstances in consideration. His shame and disgust by the very part of him he's now letting Dean touch freely, being what gives him serenity like that... It's very strange, and very beautiful. Tell me if you want me to stop, Dean says quietly as he experiments with it, tracing his fingertips along the feathers, the joints, the bones, his left hand still holding Cass's. They are both losing themselves in the moment, Cass quiet aside from the shivers and the brief gasps of breath he inhales. Dean just gazing at the wing his fingers are adventuring on, Shifting enough to be able to reach the tip hanging close to the floor, but to still keep holding on to Cass's hand gently. He isn't sure where the impulse comes from, but as he straightens himself up again, he doesn't stop to think. He just presses his lips against the tip of a feather, fingers holding it in place. Cass's grip of his hand tightens at that, and Dean presses his body closer, feeling both of their heartbeats between their chests. He trails a few more kisses and Cass' free hand wraps around his waist, loosely holding him close for a moment before wandering up his back to guide him to meet his lips, pulling him by the back of his neck. Dean doesn't object as Cass captures his lower lip between his, deepening the kiss. He lets go of his hand to wrap his arms around Cass, his touch trailing against where his wings meet his shoulder blades before resting at his hips. They both breathe heavy as Dean breaks the kiss to draw in air. He hesitates again. He wants more. But with the wings manifested, he isn't sure how it'd work. If it'd work. If Castiel would even want it to. But an idea is brewing. They have consistently used sex as a means to wind down, to process emotions. And though it's usually Cass taking control to help Dean let go to give him a break from the responsibility of being in charge. They have switched their roles before, and if he'll be able to, Dean would love the chance to be there for Cass in similar ways his angel has been there for him when he's needed him, countless times. Punch me in the face if this is an awful idea. He breathes, opening his eyes to look at Cass's, waits for him to do the same. But you've been stressed as hell ever since this. He gestured towards his wings started and i could if if you think you'd like it i could be in charge for a change he knows what it's like to willingly give up all control to someone he absolutely trusts he knows how freeing it can feel and even if it's usually castiel having dean falling on his knees with a single word and a raise of an eyebrow they have reversed their roles at times so it's not a new idea aside from the wings being present. Neither of them looks away as Dean waits for Cass to consider the suggestion. The latter nods slowly after a long moment. You have something in mind. It's not a question. Dean briefly bites his lip, his gaze wandering towards Cass's wings before returning to the ocean blue eyes. You liked the angel-proof rope the last time. He says, hesitating, not wanting to go too far. I know I'm not as intricate with ropes as you can be, but... I could try. I could... Maybe I could make you see what I see when I look at your wings. Make them beautiful even in your eyes. Maybe it's pointless. I don't want you to have to feel like I'm hiding them again if I fold them up with bindings. I... No, I... Castiel replies... A slight frown flashing across his brow before disappearing as the corner of his lips tug upward slightly. I would like that. Dean studies him with care. Are you sure? I don't want to make this worse. We do this. You got to promise to safe word out the second anything gets uncomfortable, okay? And I mean the second. Is that clear? He wouldn't forgive himself if he managed to add to his angel's misery. Not with his wings. Not with this. I promise. There's enough confidence in his tone that Dean believes him. And Cass maybe understands the need to be absolutely honest about this better than Dean feared he would, having usually been on the dominant side of these dynamics. Good, he replies, releasing the tension he didn't notice he had been building on his shoulders. Trails a few kisses along Cass's cheekbone finishing with one against his lips before pulling away. All the usual rules apply. I would like to tie you up, other than just your wings, too. And I would like you to see yourself tied up. We don't exactly have a full-body mirror in your bedroom, but I'll... I'll think of something. I want you to see yourself. He lets Cass consider that... color... It's easier than asking, are you okay with this? Considering the both of them have a habit of pretending to be okay. But the stoplights are an entirely different system of asking that help the both of them be honest during scenes. Green, as long as you won't take photographs, even ones you'd delete straight off, Cass replies. Got it, Dean nods. I'll work with the mirrors we've got. He's still a bit hesitant about going forward with this. It still feels like one of his not very great ideas, but Cass has very much given it the green light. He needs to trust that, if not himself. And even though it is to primarily aid Cass in unwinding, it isn't as if Dean doesn't find the idea of having Cass tied up arousing. He leans in for a slow kiss, works Castiel's shoulder muscles gently, slides his touch along his chest and abdomen, towards the edge of his trousers, his belt. Color, he asks quietly again, an inch away from Cass's lips. He just needs to make sure. Cass breathes against his lips, whispers, Green. Doesn't complain about Dean treating him like he might break, as Dean had when they first started playing with the idea of dominance and submission. How Castiel ended up being more experienced with a sexual thing than Dean is is still beyond him. Good, Dean replies, going in for another kiss as he works the belt, undresses Cass, waiting for him to step out of his trousers before going to his underwear. Dean cups him with his hand as he slides the garments off, dropping kisses down his abdomen, gaining more confidence as Cass is hardening against his palm, even if just slightly fights his socks off his feet along with the underwear, rendering him completely naked while Dean himself remains fully dressed. It's slow most of the time with Castiel. Sex, for him, Dean's figured, is more about the build-up than the act. Dean's learned to appreciate it, the restraint he's learned from Cass, the prolonged moments of pleasure. Cass has adapted, too, giving it to Dean rough and fast when that's what he needs. Strangely, despite their problems when it comes to being on the same page outside of the bedroom, with sex they naturally echo to a similar frequency. They communicate better. Cass trails his lips along Dean's neck as the latter wraps his fingers around him, gently shifting them along his cock while Cass kisses his neck rough. Their breaths fall into a similar heavy rhythm. He uses all of his self-restraint skills to pull away after a while but the low grunt Cass doesn't manage to suppress in protest of him doing that makes it worth it. His angel's eyes are dark with dilated pupils as Dean meets them. Get down on your knees, Dean says, gaze fixed on Castiel. And it's a beautiful sight, the tiny break between the command and the obedience. Cass's defiant character bleeding through before he lets go and falls on his knees in front of Dean eyes meeting his unblinking lips parting slightly knowing he wouldn't do that for anybody else in the world having castiel of all the people willingly lower himself on his knees in front of him as a sign of submission only adds to the beauty of it Cash shies away from praise so dean simply raises his eyebrows a fraction of an inch letting his endearment show on his features before he leans to place a kiss on his partner's forehead what did I do to deserve you? He steps back, walks to Cass's wardrobe, every step deliberately crafted because he needs to focus to keep his body language dominant, and he keeps it up even as he steps out of Cass's field of vision on gut instinct, knows without looking that Cass will be keeping his eyes forward. Dean grabs the black, soft ropes from a cardboard box behind Cass's shoes the threads of the rope individually carved with an appropriate warding to make them angel-proof. He cocks his head as he turns to look at his angel again, delighting in the fact that he can most likely hear his every move, yet restrains himself from turning to look. Doesn't move a muscle, just waits. And the wings, feathers brushing against his shoulders, the floor. Hands, Dean prompts as he steps closer. Crouching behind Castiel. I love you. He mumbles against the back of his neck as his request is instantly met with obedience. The three words come easier every time, more naturally. Dean starts to wrap one of the ropes around Castiel's wrists, securing them behind his back, making sure the bindings won't hurt him. Color. Cast hugs against the rope, his breath heavy again. Green. Green. He wriggles his hands, testing if he can break free, and Dean watches him take pleasure in knowing he can't, his chest rising and falling, the slight hitches at his breath. I love you, too. Cass offers his voice breathy. Good, because you're literally stuck with me at the moment. Dean jokes, mentally slaps himself, and goes to redeem his joke that has his angel snort by working his lips, his tongue against his nape, down his shoulder his arm drapes around castiel's waist fingers circling around his cock and the quiet moan escaping cass is enough to make dean shudder as he bites his lip to suppress one of his own he strokes cass from base to head slowly a few times before withdrawing his hand again as an afterthought he starts wrapping the rope around cass's forearms up towards his elbows binding them against one another He hasn't done bondage exactly like this before on Cass, but Cass has bound him this way more than once, and he's testing waters to see if he'd like to be on the receiving end of that. When you do this to me, Dean mumbles close to Cass's ear, not sure why, but it really gets me. There's more submission to it like this, isn't there? He trails his fingers down from the bound elbows to his wrists. You're more completely bound than I've ever had you. Cass arches his neck. I see why you like it. He replies, his breath coming as shallow huffs. Dean. Was there a please in there somewhere? Because you might have said my name, but all I hear is your tone. Dean teases. Be silent and put your mouth to better use, Dean. You forget who's in charge here. Dean replies with a chuckle, but complies to the extent of trailing kisses in between Cass's shoulder blades before withdrawing again. He takes a longer length of rope, his eyes observing Cass's wings from shoulder blade to tip, trying to decide which direction to go with this. Cass, you're sure that me folding your wings won't make it feel like. I'm trying to keep them hidden he asks hesitantly Cass cranes his neck enough to look at him Dean he says softly you explicitly told me you wanted to make them beautiful that is what this feels like not like you were trying to hide them just stop me if Dean interrupts himself shakes his head I know you know to do that alright trusting you now Strange how dominating his angel requires so much more trust from Dean than submitting for him does. You're doing beautifully, Cass offers gently as he turns to face forward again. And God, they're slipping, if Cass is praising him on this. Dean gathers himself, just goes for it, suppresses his hesitation. He strokes Cass's wing with a gentle touch, kisses a feather again moving up towards the bone structure. His lips brush lightly at first, as his hands stroke along towards the ends of the farthest feathers hitting the floor. His caresses slowly easing into something more certain and less cautious as Cash shivers and leans the wing back against Dean's touch. Slowly he starts to entwine the long rope among the feathers, weaving it amongst their maze, before gently bending a joint of the wing to bind the point close enough to the tip and level enough with the shoulder blade to the base, where skin turns to feather, folding the wing to rest against Castiel's back, against his bound arms. Color. Cass once again tests the bindings, and Dean watches in awe as the wing strains a little against the rope, the feathers shifting slightly, almost shivering. He tugs at his arms again, shifts on his knees before replying, Green. Green and there's such raw emotion and arousal in his tone that Dean nearly loses it. He needs to be free of his clothes. So he rushes to strip off the t-shirt, jeans, boxers, in a matter of seconds, barely stops himself from touching himself. God, you're beautiful, he mutters as he lowers himself to the floor again to grab the remaining long piece of rope. Do you have any idea how hot you make me? Mutual, Cass breathes. Dean repeats what he's done with the first wing to the still-free one. Slowly, slowly lays caresses on the structure, lips brushing against feathers, before starting to drape the rope amongst them. He has never been very artistic, but even as he wants to move along and really touch Cass, here and now, he wants to do this as carefully as he can, too. Wants to do this for Cass. So he takes his time, before finally moving back to admire the sight in front of him, the both of his angel's wings, deep black, glimmering with hints of colored light he doesn't understand the source of, soft yet firm feathers woven with the rope, black against black, folded so that they could be visible, proud, beautifully wrapped in ropes, resting against Castiel's arms, his back. And he doesn't hold any illusions of making Cass love his wings or even like them. But maybe for a tiny second he can at least see them as Dean sees them, as an utterly beautiful aspect of him. Get on your feet, Dean tells him gently, holding him up by his arms to help him up. Going to let you see them now. He guides Cass so that he's standing with his back towards the mirror, hanging on the wall. Hang on, Dean mumbles retrieves the one inside the wardrobe. He holds it as he steps in front of Cass, bites his lips as he tries to find a good angle. Can you see? From Castile's point of view, he should be able to see the reflection of his back, of his wings reflected behind him. Cass licks his lips as he looks, tilts his head and shifts on his feet before nodding. Look at you, Dean mumbles. You are absolutely beautiful. His own eyes escape to see the reflection of Cass's wings. Dean, Cass offers after a silent moment or two. Yellow. Dean nearly drops the mirror he's holding. He's in such a rush to set it off his hands. Hey, too much? What do you need? He asks in panic as he moves to cup Castile's face in his hands. You need me to get you out? No, Cass says, closing his eyes for a second. No, just looking at my wings. He pauses, breathes in deeply. You've made them. Dean, I can honestly see them as something more than simply broken. He says gently, offers a soft smile. Thank you. I just, it's too much looking at them for so long. Everything else is okay. I'm okay. Dean heaves a long sigh running his hands down Cass's chest. Okay, enough with the mirrors, he says. Color on the ropes and everything. Green, Castile replies. Just, I want you. He offers. Blues meeting greens. Enough about me, I want you to feel good too, I want. He trails off as Dean quirks a brow. Go ahead and smirk, you asshole, I can see you want to. He laughs out of breath. He shakes his head. I want you to touch me. I want you inside me. Dean might have been wanting to smirk at the almost begging a second ago, but the tone that Cass delivers those lines with is so intense, so far from a plea, yet not a command either. He swallows hard, faltering for a while under Cass's gaze. What he had in mind was a hand job or something, but he isn't going to say no to this either. No, definitely not. Change of plans. Dean pulls Castile closer, gripping at his hair as he kisses him eagerly. Cash shifts under his touch, grumbles lowly into the kiss, almost in a whine as their hips collide. I want to touch you. He complains as they break apart to draw in air. Dean just grins. That's not going to happen anytime soon, I'm afraid, he teases, the power rush taking over him again. I am going to untie you, but only for a minute. Be good. He circles around Cass to tug the knots holding his arms loose, rubbing at his muscles while he unwraps them and brings his hands in front of him with a single wrist still tied, then works simple loops around both his wrists to tie his hands in front of him, playfully pushes him towards the bed, helps him settle on it before lifting his wrists at the headboard by the rope. Color? He asks, meeting his eyes. Green. Dean nods, aware of Castiel watching him as he secures his wrists to the headboard. He lets his eyes drift along Cass's body after he's done, waiting for just long enough for his angel to start shifting impatiently, before smiling to himself and climbing on top of him on the bed, straddling him. Hands rest on Cass's chest, toying with his nipples, drinking in the desire in his eyes. Just to see what happens, Dean leans down as if to kiss his lips, only to stop inches above them. Cass doesn't disappoint. He lifts his head, letting out a quiet whimper at not quite reaching Dean's. Now you're just deliberately being an asshole. I am not even going to deny that, Dean grins as a reply. He stops torturing his angel, though, leans down to really kiss him now, slow and deep and tender. A few more shorter kisses, lips against lips, tongue against tongue, before he trails his tongue down Castiel's chin, neck, stopping to suck onto his collarbone, which is rewarded by a shaky moan, and, okay, he's done with his self-restraint now, thanks. Dean's kisses turned more needy, sloppy, rough, his hand stroking Cass's sides, fingernails trailing lightly along them at times, moving down towards his abdomen with his lips, thighs with his fingers, He lowers himself enough to lay a couple of kisses under Castiel's knees, knowing the thin layers of skin to be sensitive spots. And the sounds his angel is making have him shiver all over. Quiet as always, yet still full of desire and need. Low moans, sharp gasps of air. They're both hard. Dean's cock leaking pre-cum without even having been touched. He awkwardly fumbles for the bedside table as he moves up along Cass's body again swearing under his breath before he manages to yank the drawer open. Color. He breathes, barely getting the prompt worded as he straddles Castile properly once again, fumbling the bottle of lube open. Cass seems to be having nearly as much trouble getting his words out, his eyes half shut as he gazes at Dean. Green. Another kiss is exchanged before Dean moves to prep Cass guiding his legs into better position before circling his hole with a lubed finger. Relax for me, he mumbles out of breath, pushing inside. There we go. Cass is being reduced more and more into a writhing mess under Dean, with each finger he adds. And his reactions are doing things to Dean, but he keeps the remainders of his cool, holding Cass still as much as he manages while prepping him. You ready, he asks, breathless, curling his fingers inside Cass before withdrawing them to Luba's cock. Cass moans lowly, lifts his hips up. Words, Cass. Dean prompts, a smile playing on his lips as he takes a second to watch his partner. He's so gorgeous, eyes still half shut, tugging at the rope binding him. Yes, Dean, he replies, his voice higher pitched than it usually is. His consent is all Dean needs. He hisses quietly as he touches his cock to lubricate it, breath stopping for a while as he angles himself against Cass's hole, holding his partner's legs from under his knees as to support their position. He lets out a louder hiss as he starts to push in, but his sounds are being drowned by Cass's moaning. Slowly easing himself inside, Dean shudders, stops for a moment to just feel Cass around him before starting to move. He's been holding back for so long it's sloppy at first. It takes them time to fall into the same rhythm, but once they do, it's bliss. Dean feels as if he was melting into Castiel, slowly thrusting in and out. And if the moans Cass is releasing mean anything, the feeling is mutual. Dean instinctively hovers a hand over Cass, but stops his movement before touching his cock. Just... Not to tease, not really, but just to see what happens. Cass, he mumbles. I want you to come whenever you're ready to. His voice is laced with his own desire. God, you feel so good, he moans. If you need me to touch you, tell me. But if... He's too close himself to keep talking. But it's still Cass, reaching his peak first. With an inaudible moan Dean sees through his half-open eyes and the shudders moving through his body, muscles tightening around Dean. The look on his face, all of it is enough to drive Dean to his own orgasm. He grips at Cass's hips roughly as he cries out with a low voice, coming inside Castiel, shaking, shivers running up his spine as he tenses up. Then slowly slowly releases every single knot his muscles were in. His breathing slows and he stays still a while before pulling himself out of Castiel. His head is so cloudy it takes him a second to find himself again, to remember his position. Hey, he mumbles with a low voice at Cass as he moves to untie him, fumbling with the knots. Good. Good, Cass says breathlessly opening his eyes as Dean groans at the bindings before finally managing to loosen them and set Castiel's wrists free. I'll clean you up in a second, he promises, placing a gentle kiss onto Cass's forehead as he massages his arms. God, that was good. Tell me when you're ready to sit up or something and I can untie your wings. He shifts to kiss Cass on his lips. You are so good for me. And you are in a sex haze, Cass points out with a low chuckle. If you're going to clean us up, you are not doing it with a shirt again, and my wings. He pauses. Let my wings stay like this for now, I don't mind. Dean takes that as a good sign. Excuse you, he says as he opens his eyes to look at Cass. I'll do what I please with my own clothes. He is not getting up to fetch paper towels. Nope. Not when his shirt is conveniently reachable without him needing to get up from the bed. Cass thankfully stops arguing. Just lets Dean use the shirt to wipe them both clean enough so that they can take a while snuggling without making more of a mess. Need water? Anything? Because he'd get up for that. Castiel not actually requiring drinks like ever is irrelevant right now. No, Cass mutters. Just want to hold you. Dean pulls the covers over them, resting his face against the crook of Cass's neck, the latter draping his arm around Dean's waist. Thank you for this, Cass says softly. I mean it, Dean. I needed it, and I didn't. I wouldn't have thought about it on my own. Anytime, Cass. Dean strokes Cass's cheek with his fingers. If it made you feel any better, then I'm glad. If not, at least no complaints about some hot sex Cass laughs it made at least today better he says after a moment so that's a win Dean hums against his neck it is a win in his books too he doubts Cass will ever again take pride in his wings doubt that either of them can ever permanently fix one another's broken parts but moments like these they're good enough and the lack of an overall peaceful and happy life doesn't make them any less important. Not for Dean, and if he knows Cass at all, not for him either. The end. Thank you so much for listening.